The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daf Het. Today's Daf is being studied at the Nishmat Avraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihana began Eden. Amen. Daf is being studied at Fuash Shilema Yosef ben Sadaq, Rahamim ben Adel, the Sadaq bat Rahel. El Narefan Adahim, El Narefan Adahim, El Narefan Adahim, El Narefan Adahim, Amen. We begin today's daf on Zayin Amud Bet, and we are two lines from the bottom. Tanu Rabbanan, Levarchim, Berchat Hatanim, Be'asara Kol Shiva. So the deen is that there's Berchat Hatanim. What is Berchat Hatanim? That's the six Berachot that we make for the uh, actual Hatuna itself, for the Nisuin. It's really seven berachot, but Gefin is the first berachah plus an additional six berachot. And the Gemara is going to list to us all the berachot that we're discussing. But the Gemara's deen now today is that we make these berachot. You need ten people to make the berachah, kol and we make them uh, seven days. Not only on the day of the wedding itself, but for seven days these berachot are made. It's a great machlok amongst the Shonim if you only make these berachot in the bet hatan. Dafka, the house of the Hatan, or could you make these berachot even outside of the house of the Hatan? Abba Rav So Rav Yudah comes along and says, Vehu Sheba'u Panim Hadashot. Here's another rule. That, that which we say that you make all the seven berachot on the days of the Simha, that's only if you have new faces, literally, that were not there on any of the subsequent or the earlier days, I should say. Which means, when more people come to the Simha, new faces, it adds Simha to the, to the event. And therefore, since there's a, a rejuvenated Simha, because there's new people that weren't there on the previous days, so the Tosfot explains that that adds to the uh, Simha. Furthermore, Tosfot points out, Shabbat is considered Parim Hadashot. Which means the Sheva Berachot that you make on Shabbat itself, Shabbat is considered a new face. Why? Because there's a special Subhat that you have on Shabbat. Don't you have special foods and you have special Subhat? So therefore, automatically, you can consider the Shabbat as one new face. Comes the Gemara and says, My Mevarech, what is the Berachot? Now you tell me you're making these Berachot. What are these Berachot? So, Amar of Yehuda, Baruch Atta Hashem, Elokeinu Melech HaOlam, She'akol Bara Lechbodo. Which literally means that everything was created for the kavod, for the give, to give glory to Akadosh Baruch Hu. That's the first beracha. The Yosir Adam. That would be the second beracha that God created Adam. Va'asher yatsar et Adam b'salmo. The third beracha is also Yosir Adam. But the beracha goes like this: Asher yatsar et Adam b'salmo. God created Adam, Adam Rishon, b'salmo in his image. B'tselim demut tavnito. B'tselim demut in a he reads it as in the image of a likeness of his structure. That's the structure of God. And he prepared for him from himself. A building of eternity. 
Now what does that mean, a building of eternity? So that she says, Which means God fashioned Hava from Adam. And therefore she is called a Binyam, because she was, was born she, she was fashioned. And the Advin in eternal structure. Baruch atah Hashem, the beracha ends up, Yoser ha'adam. Okay, now the next beracha is, Sos tasis v'tageh la'akara. The story means the barren one should rejoice intensely and exult. B'kibbutz paneh le'tuchat b'sabhah, by the ingathering of a children, uh, amidst, and then come back to Yerushalayim, let's say, in gladness. Baruch atah Hashem, mesameyach siyon b'baneha. That God gladdens siyon, through her children. And yet the fifth parakhah, that God intensely gladdened the beloved companions, that's the like you gladdened your creature, meaning Adam and Haba, in the Garden of Eden to the east, that God brings gladness to the groom and the bride. The last blessing, Baruch Atah Hashem, Lokinu Menech HaOlam, Asher Bara, Sason V'Simcha, that's joy and gladness, Hatan V'Kala, that's the groom and bride, Gila, Rina, Disa V'Hidbaz, all different words of joy, so he explains the Gila is mirth, Rina is glad, Disa is song, Hidbaz is pleasure, Aba V'Achva, Shalom v'reut, love, brotherhood, peace, and companionship. Mehra, Hashem elokenu yishama ba'alei Yehuda, chosot Yerushalayim, that they be speedily heard in the cities of Yehuda, in the streets of Yerushalayim, kos ason v'kos simcha, the sound of joy, the sound of gladness, kol atan v'kol kala, the voice of groom and the voice of bride, kol mitzhalot hatanim upatan, the sound of the groom's jubilance from their canopies, un'arim mimishteli ginatam, and the youth, from their song-filled feast, Baruch Atah Hashem, Sameyah Hatan, E'im HaKalad, the one that gladdens the groom with the bride. So those are basically the six Berachot, that's called Berachat Hatanim, that are made during the Hatuna itself, as well as the seven days. Now we're going to read Rashi, to give us a little more insight on uh, these um, Berachot. So we start. Sostasis. We have to mention Sostasis for Tegel Akara, which is the barren city of Yerushalayim. It's going to be gladdened when the children are going to be returned from the exile. So it says, why do you have to mention Jerusalem on the night of the Hatura? So that she says, because the Pasuk says, Tidbak Lishuni Lehaiki. Which at the beginning of that pasuk says, Yerushalayim. If I forget Jerusalem, Yemini, I should forget my right hand. My tongue should become uh, pasted and stuck to my palate, which means I should not uh, be able to talk if I forget you. So therefore, on the happiest night, you still have to mention about Akhara talks about the barrenness of Jerusalem and the one day the kibbutz kaluyot of the children are going to one day come back. Beracha lehatan vechala, which means we're blessing the bride and the groom. She yet sliu besemcha betov lev. They should have happiness and good-hearted. Veasher bara. Now the last beracha, which is asher bara, says some besemcha leshem kol Yisrael. That's a general beracha 
for all of Klai Yisrael, that we should have the Semachot, and the streets of Jerusalem should be filled with glad and, uh, and joy. Now, the first Berachah that she's holding of the order of the Berachot really is not Shakol Baran Lechbodo, and it's not the first Yoseh Adam. The real one is really the third Berachah that we make, Asher Yasar Eta Adam Besalmo. That's really considered the first of the order of the Berachot for the Hatan. Lefichak Patak Babi Baruch. So that's why we open it up with Baruch. Because Ta'ala says that the first Berachah of a series of blessings, we open up with Baruch. Ve'chatam ba'be'baruch. And also we close be'baruch. That starts off as, Baruch atah Hashem, Elokim me'lekalam, Asher yasar et ha'adam b'salmo, etc., etc. Then we say, Baruch atah Hashem, Yosir ha'adam. Kederech kol me'ashem sedre berachot. Like always, whenever you start the berachah, that berachah starts with baruch and ends with baruch. The reason why it ends with baruch, because now we're going to make subsequent berachot. So the law is, that any time you have a berachah, that the berachah before it ended with baruch atah Hashem, so you don't have to start the next berachah with Baruch Hashem. You can start it off just with a with a, with the with the uh, with the words. You don't got to say Baruch Hashem. So that's why once you say Baruch Hashem, you say the Adam. Then you can say Sostasis, right? And then Sostasis ends with a berachah, and then you can say Sameh Tisameh, because that ends with a berachah as well. So therefore, the order is you start off with Yosei Adam with a Baruch Petiha, of course, because that's like the first of the berachot. You end with a because that's the rule when you have the first Berakah of a series, and then you start uh, down the line. Since those two Berakot are Samuk to the Berakah that's before it, for example, Baruch Atta Hashem Yotzer Adam, Samach Tesamach, or Sostasis, you don't have to start with Baruch, because it's a Berakah Samucha La Haverta. Now, the question is, what about the last berakha? The last berakha, the chara we say, uh, we say in the berakha of Sameh after Sameh, Mesameh, Chatan, Vechala. And then we say, Baruch Atta Hashem, and Kurim Melech Ha'olam, Asher Baras, and Sumer Sumcha. What do you mean? You just gave me a rule. That any berakha of Sameh, Lechavirta, doesn't have to open up with Baruch. So why does the last berakha of the berakhot open up with Baruch? The chara, it's Sameh to the berakha, right before it. So that she says, Vasher Baram, Mepeneshin, Neemeret, Yehidit, Berov, Yemeh, Mishteh. Because that beracha really is set alone many times during the seven days of festivities. Why? Didn't we just learn that the only time you make the seven berachot is when you have new faces. But if you don't have a new face that showed up to the Saudah, so you only make the last beracha. Now we have a rule. When you make that beracha alone, so it's not Samukh Haverta. So since the majority of the times that beracha is made alone, so therefore even when it is Samukh Haverta, the rabbis institute that you're always going to start and open up with Baruch Nefichach, now, what about the first two berachot? What about Shakol berach Modo? And you'll say, Adam, why does Rashi hold that the berachot really start from berachot number three? That's really the berachot for the Hatam Vekala. So he says, Shakol berach Modo, Ena Minaseder, Ena La Asifata Aman Esafim Sham, Ligmol Hesed. Which is really the first berachot for the Kavod of Sibur. Because all the attendees to the wedding came in order to do chesed for the Hatam Bikala, to do uh, kindness. Zekhir lachazdam makom. Commemorative to the chesed that God did when Shanaagim Adam Arishon. When Adam Arishon got married, Bonnie Olam, it says he made the wedding for him. And he says he brought Malachim, they were the Shushpinim, they were like the, uh, the, the marchers, we'll call them, or the, the ones that were making the Simcha. Shana'asalu Shushbin. God himself was like the Shushbin, was the, was the friend or the, or, or, or the, 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 uh, 
the, the companion of Adam and Yishon, so to speak, they brought him into the marriage. And therefore, he says, which means this fact that we're coming here tonight to the wedding, or tonight to the wedding, so that's the Shakun Baralich Bodo, we're commemorating the Kavod of the Shekhinah, that he did that to Adam Rishon, that he did Chesed to Adam Rishon, he entered him into the wedding, so therefore we're doing the same thing. So that's just more of a preparatory Berakah to the people that showed up to the Hatunah, Shakun Baralich Bodo, that everything that we're doing over is he also does Chesed to the Hatunah and the Kalot. So I read even before the wedding technique can make this beracha. Which is once the people gathered at the Chopas ceremony, you don't have to wait for the wedding to make this beracha. So for the people that are there. But once already we're making the beracha alakos also, even though the Gemara doesn't list it, but the custom is to make beracha also at the time of the wedding. Which means, just like in Habdalah, Technically, I'm not saying, sorry, you can make all these berachot separately. You can make besamim separately. You can make meoreyah separately. But already, how come you made a tekkan? I put them all on the kos. Once already making the gefen, still they wanted all the berachot to follow. So the same thing, once you're making gefen at the wedding, says, you know what? Make shakub al put it there uh, as well. And he quotes the, he quotes the, the Yerushami. Okay, the bimi fazlan, the chuzim v'sudan al hakos, rabbi chayab, mechansan, u'il v'yeh sham kos. We have put them all together because he had a cost that we put all the berachot together. But the fish and the mishal said the berachot vechula or the achat lo chatmu ba beBaruch. Now the reason why shakol baralich vodo doesn't end with Baruch because it's a short berachah. That's one topic, and just like berachat the perot bore periyates or berachat the mitzvot the alamila. Anytime you have a short berachah that talks about one subject, you just make a quick berachah. Midi davia berachat perot mitzvot vechem berachat yotzer adam. Oh, now we get to the second berachah yotzer adam. That's also not really part of the. Berachot per se, why? The reason why we say two Yotzer Adams, the Gemara is going to explain because technically there was like two creations of Adam. One Shita says, because it was two Yitzhak, because God already was, Adam was created originally as a man, and then God created a second creature called Haba. So therefore, since there was two Yitzirot, so therefore you say, you'll say the Adam twice. Or we say, no, that originally God intended to create them uh, separately, right? Adam and Chaba, but originally he created them what? As one. That Adam and Chaba were created uh, together. Adam was on the one side and Chaba was on the other side. So they created as one, uh, one. But even though the original intent was to create them, let's say, uh, separately. So, Ubatan Machshava Azinam. Mikol Makom Ena Meseder Berachot Azug. Dehabi Yitzirari Shuna Akatin Ekeba Lo Havai. The first Yotzer Adam is really not part of the uh, calculation. Why? Because no matter how you're going to learn it, either Adam alone was created, or Adam and Chava were created back to back, but there was no, there was no Nekeba that stood alone. So therefore, that Berachah is really not for Hatam Mekala. Yotzer Adam. It's not about Hatam Mekala. That Yotzer Adam is the original creation. Either Adam alone, Adam and Chava back to back. So therefore, that Berachah is not for the Hatam Mekala yet, because the Nekeva was not created yet. So therefore, we don't count that really as the Berachah. So really, the first Berachah is the Yotzer Adam Hashiniyah, which talks about Adam and Chava that were created, and that starts, So what are you even mentioning it for then? 
So it says, Mitoch, Sheam, Bevarachim, Al Yitzira, Shiniya, because what's really we're talking about the second creation of Adam and Chava, so they would take no after the Shonah, she ekal v'tchalato, so you have to, you want to go in order. So you don't want to skip the, the thought of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so therefore you go in order, but that Beraka is not part of the Berakot per se. <coughs> now, V'etkilo Mimenu, God <coughs> prepared from Adam, Binyan. What do you mean he prepared from man himself? That's Jesus Miguform, it's an otaf, from his rib. Right? God took the rib of Adam and he showed him Binyan, was born here from it, a Binyan uh, Ade'ad. Now what is Binyan Ade'ad? An eternal structure. Binyan Nohek Dorot, which means a structure that will last for the generations. Ve'chava kanala Binyan, Hashem ve'yiven in Asela. So what does it mean, a binyan? Which means a chava is going to be a, a structure that's for the generations. It means that every human being is going to have a wife. This is going to be the, the order of, uh, of the world. That she's a binyan, and she's an eternal structure, meaning to man. Or she is responsible for the eternity of man. Because it's em kolhai. She perpetuates the, uh, the species. So therefore she's considered a binyan, she's an eternal structure. That she was created from Adam, and uh, she perpetuates the uh, the species. Then we say, "Sostasis uh, v'tagel akara." Who's the akara? Who's the barren one over here? As she says, "Yerushalayim." Then we say, "Sameyach tesamach reim ha'avim." The beloved companions, or the companions that love each other. Ha'chatan v'kala shem reim ha'avim. It's referring to the chatan v'kala reim ha'avim. The friends that are ha'avim. Just like God, you made some half Adam Rishon at his wedding, and get Eden to the east. Because the Pasuk says, I was to the east of Eden. The first Barakah ends, The last Barakah ends, so that she's going to tell us what's the difference of Mesameya Chatan Vechala or Chatan Im. So that she says, Ubaacharona Mesameya Chatan Imakala. The fee, Shesmachat Berachari Shona, Lob Smachat Hatona Anu Umrim. Jeez, the first Berachah is not on the, on the marriage per se of the Chatan Vechala. Sharet Tefilai. It's really more of a prayer. Shemit Panelim Umebarachim. We actually praying Takadosh Baruch Hu. She used We want each one individually to be matzliach, to be successful uh, all their days. We're not talking about the sefer that they have with each other. Now we're talking about individually. The hatan should have beracha in his life, whatever it means, and the kala also should have a beracha and atzlacha. Right? If you say. Imakala, it's mashma that the hatan should have simcha with his wife. This for is not what together. It's not individually they should succeed. Meaning they should have panasa, bechotuf, or good things. The end, the last malakah is the praise that we give God. You created the concept of marriage. Dibuk ish be isha, where you bind a man to his wife. Ayinis subhavi chayvani fiqi yashtatom subhatani makala shula shut subhat ish be isha. She's the last beracha is subhat ish be isha. Subhatan im makala. That's to my God. He created a great system of marriage where people are happy. They get married. The subhat is so on. The first one is no. The subhat chatan vechala that you should be praying. Please God, give this bridegroom over here subhat. What type of subhat? 
Panasa, success, good things. So it's not about the union per se. It's talking about the Barakah each one should enjoy uh, just uh, in life that they should uh, succeed. Okay, good. So that's uh, basically the Anyan of the Barakot. So comes the Gemara and continues. Levi. Ekla lebe rabbi behilula de rabbi shimon bere. So Levi found himself at a wedding. Lebe behilule. Hilule is a wedding. In the house of Rabbi, the Berwa Kadosh. The Rabbi Shimon Bere, the son of Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon was having a wedding. So Rabbi was there. Bari Hamish. So he only made five Berachot. Now there's six Berachot we just mentioned. He only made five out of the six. So which one did he skip? So that she says, second wide line, Bari Hamish. Sha'akol va'asher yatsar. Sostasis. Sameyah tesamah. Asher bara. Which means he cut out the first Yosera Adam. He only started from Asher Yasarat Adam Bistamo Yitzira Shiriya. He didn't make the first uh, Yosera. Good. Rav Ase Ekla Lebe Rav Ase Behilula de Morbere Barih Shit. Okay, he made all the six Berachot, meaning he even included the Yosera Adam in the original. So the Gemara wants to know what's the Mahlokat over here? Why one rabbi made Five berachot, one made six. Well, obviously we see the berachah that's under contention over here is Yitzirari Shona. The first Yosera Adam. So the Gemara says, what, what could be the Mahlokan? Why one should say it, one not say it? So the Gemara says, Let's say that the Mahlokan is based on the following. The first Shita says that what? There was really one creation. Rashi. Keman damar be'arubin ve'yibin at the selah. Partsuf shemitchila b'riyaton levrashne partsufim zacharm lefanav v'nekeba me'achorav, which means really there was only one creation. Because we'll say that Adam and Chava were originally created from day one, well, actually day six. But the point is, on when Yom Shishi when they were created, Chava was there from the from original. So you don't have to make a Yotzer Adam Yotzer Adam. Chava was there. Uh, it wasn't two creations. All all Borei Olam did is split it. But uh, she was created from the beginning. Adam on one side, Chava on the other side. So you only have to say Yotzer Adam once. Umor Sabar Shtei Yitzirot Abai. And then she says that was two. It was two Yitzirot. Rashi Keman Damar Zanavi. The first, the second Shita says that Chava was a Zanav. Zanav means a tail, but it doesn't mean a tail. It means there was like a. A, 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 an extra organ, a protrusion that was coming out of Adam and Ishon, so to speak, that's what the rib will call it. And from that extra organ, Adam and Ishon, uh, from that was created Hava. So therefore, as she says, mm-hmm. So it was two Yisirot. You had Adam, that's Yisirah Achat, then you had the second Yisirah of Hava. So you have to make two Benakot, you said Adam, you said Adam. So he says, No, don't learn like that. Everybody holds what? It was one creation, meaning Adam was created on one side and Hava was created on the other side. More sabar, mantar, machshaba, azlinan. One she touches, you go after the, the thought. What's the thought, Lashi? Shishnaim alub machshaba lebareot, venevra echad. Which means, the machshaba, kadosh baruchu, what? Was to create two. That was the original intent. And what happened? But he created them as one. 
Umor sabar batar ma'aseh azlinan. And the second shita says what? You go after the ma'aseh. Now what does this mean? If you're going to go according to ma'ashabah, so since when Borlam was creating the word, the ma'ashabah was what to create two biryot, if you make two birachot, yotzer adam, yotzer adam. Where according to shita that says you go after the ma'aseh, the bottom line, the kadot baruch created one. The ma'aseh. Well, his intent was to create two, but by money created... One, and therefore you only make one Yisira. Now what does this mean when we say the Baruch Hu to create two, and he created one? Which means like this. So you say, well, God changed his mind, Chafra Shalom. Why he wanted to create two, and then he ended up creating just Adam and Chaba connected? So explanation is like this. The Dai, the original plan of Akadosh Baruch Hu, the Mahshaba, is to create Adam and Chaba separately. Like Lema'aseh we see, he did. But how did it come out originally? It came out originally as one. So he said, well, Hashem, is there a mistake in front of Akadosh Baruch Hu? He wanted to do it as two, and it came out as one? So the explanation is no. Of course, Bani Alam, his intention was to create it like it is now, where Adam and Chaba are separate. But what? He wanted it to be that even though they're considered separate, that they're going to have, I meaning when a man and a wife uh, get married, so it's going to be as if they are one. So therefore, how did Bani Alam, he, he, he built into the creation that really a man and his wife are really one. Now he was able to separate them. But what? When they're going to meet, it's going to go back to the original way that was created from inception. And that, so that's the only end of getting married. To what? To go back to the original way from Ma'asim and Rishit, that really Adam and Chava were one. But that's the goal to, 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 to create that uh, oneness. Like it says, Ba'yud So that's exactly what the marriage does. So therefore, the first Shita says, you go after the Mahshava. Since the Mahshava was to create two, so first you said Adam, you said Adam. Uh, other rabbis are those. You go after the ma'aseh. How do we create Adam, bottom line? Originally in Chaba, as one. Tip you make, one Yosir Adam. Comes the Gemara and continues and says, Kihad Rav Yehuda Rameh. Rabbi Yehuda brings a stira in Pesukim. What's the stira in Pesukim? What Pesukim says, Ketiv, Vayivra Eluimita Adam B'Salmo. God created Adam B'Salmo in his image. Uchtiv zachar unkeba beraam. And then the pasuk says he created them, male and female. Well, make up your mind. The first pasuk says he created Adam, and then the next pasuk says zachar unkeba. The Gemara says beraam he created them. Haketzad betchila ala b'machshava lebarot shenayim. She's originally his intention was what zachar unkeba to create them as male and female. Ubesof nevra echad. At the end he created them as one. Comes the Gemara and says, Rav Asheh ikla lebe Rav Kahana. Rav Asheh was by Rav Kahana. Yoma kama. So the first day, Barih kullihu. He made all the berachot. Which is the day, the first day of the Hatuna. Was all the berachot. He made all six berachot. Mikan ve'ilah. But from then on, he ika parim hadashot. Barih kullihu. If there was new faces on the subsequent days, so of course he would make all the berachot like we learned. Ve'ilah. But if not, So then already it's just uh, in addition of Simcha, uh, which you're just promoting Simcha, but there's no Panim uh, Hadashot. So therefore, It is still Simcha. So you can make Shasimcha Bim'ono and Va'ashir Bara. And then you make also Ashir Bara. So let's read the Rashi. Rashi says, so the Shilat learns uh, which means that which we say that we're going to discuss now it doesn't mean the it means in the Zimun 
Pakisei Devarech Shasimha Bimono Shachan Mishros. So now the Gemara says again, what happened? Asher was by Afghana. So the first day, meaning the first day of the wedding, Barikulu. He made all the Berachot. Mikan, which means after the first day and on, if there was already Panim Adashot, Barikulu, he made all the Berachot. Vilo, if there was no Panim Adashot, which means it's uh, just a simcha, but you know there's simcha of panim adashot. So therefore, what he said simcha b'mono, meaning in the zimun, when they made the zimun, it said nevarish simcha b'mono, and also the beracha asher bara, which is the last beracha you always make, regardless whether there's panim uh, adashot or no, or no panim adashot. Now the Gemara says mishvah ve'ad shloshim. Interesting. There's even halachot of chatam ve'kala after the seven days, from seven to thirty. Ben Amalu Makmatilula, Uben Lo Amalu Makmatilula, whether he invited people to Sauda, whether he invited them specifically Lichbot Hatam Bikala for the Simhab Hilula, or Stam, you didn't invite them for the Hilula, Stam, you just invited them, they're sitting down with Hatam Bikala to eat, Mevarek Shasimhabim or no. In the Zimun, for the first 30 days, regardless, you say Mevarek Shasimhabim or no. After 30 days, if you invited the people, again, you still say, but if you don't invite them specifically for the for the for the part, for the Simcha, then you don't say, so there's no levels. Right? Between 7 and 30, whether you invite them, you don't invite them for the Simcha, you always enter the Simcha, literally means that what? That the Simcha, is in God's dwelling, which is where God is, that's where the Simcha is. The Simcha is in God's dwelling. And in front of Hatam Mekalah, the Shekhinah between them. And if we say, that the Simcha is where the uh, Shekhinah is. Good. So we say, between 7 and 30, you always add that to the Zimun. After 30, it depends what the Kavanah is when they sat down. If they sat down, you say it again. But if you, they didn't sit down for Hatam Mekalah, you skip it. So the Gemara says, Vehi Amar you tell me after 30 days if you do if you're doing it because of the simcha at ematai how long from 30 until when? Amar apapem shemet rabah atresar yerheshata, which means for 12 months. And the logic is because the pasuk says v'simach et shto shana, which is nakili yib lebeto shana achat. When the soldiers would go out to war, they would have a one year dispensation to go be with their wives. So you see that there's a yana of simcha to call it shana rishona. So therefore, the custom in the old days was that for the first year, if they sat down, they would say, in the zimun itself. Now we're going the other way. Which means, what about, what's the earliest? When do you start, which means, we would assume, you start it after the wedding. Because they know, you start already before the wedding. When? When? From the time already, you start making the preparations for the wedding. When does that? When you start making the beer. When you take the barley and you put it in the barrel and you start to soak it to make the, uh, the beer, already you're preparing for the wedding, the wedding is a subha already. Once you start the wedding preparations, already when you start making the zimun with the mikalah, you say, uh, nashi. Right, they soak the uh, barley in like a barrel of water. To make the beer for the wedding. They used to plant barley, a barley plant in a pot. Is it siman? 
That what? You should be multiple, and you should have children like what? As multiple as the barley. So once they would plant this uh, barley uh, plant, already that's already, the wedding's on the way, so you start saying, <laughs> So Gebara says, what happened? The story, Edi, we have a contradiction. Which is, Papa was involved in making a wedding for his son. His son's name was Abba Mor. Ubarikh Mish'at Irusin. Already he started saying Shasabhabim Ono at the time of the Irusin. They didn't already prepare, they didn't start the preparations for the wedding. You have to remember the olden days, they made the Irusin, they waited the year till they made the wedding. Already he, the rabbi, the papa was making Shasabhabim Ono from the engagement. So Gabra says, Shani Rabbapa Ta'ava Tariyah Leh. That he himself was toiling, meaning that she says, He was rich. All the soda for the wedding was ready. He had it all prepared. He didn't have to prepare anything, which means he had a lot of beracha. So he was able to say, Because why? What's the shot? Once they're ready, the, the wedding meal is prepared, he can start saying it. It was all prepared. Therefore, he had the, the, the preparations done already. So it was no problem. Ravina i asek le libre. Ravina was involved in making a wedding for his son, Be'rav Habiba, right? To the house of Rav Habiba. That was the, uh, the other side. Ubarikh Bish'at Irusin. Already he started to say, Shabhasim Habim Ono, at the time of the Irusin. Amar Kim Le'begavayu Telo Adrebihu. Which means, I am sure they're not going to retract. Which means he was sure that the wedding was going to go through. So David was like, uh, it was a done deal. So therefore I could already start saying, Shabhasim Habim Ono. Now she says, Mish'at Irusin, but what happened to Gibran says, Lo didn't work out at the end, and they uh, they retracted. So the Mefarshim uh, say that uh, Rabbi now allowed, him say, allowed himself to say, even though they didn't start in the Su'in, because he said for sure they're not gonna they're not gonna back out over there. Even though at the end it says Lois Taya Milta and they uh they they cancelled the uh the wedding. Continues Rav Tahlifa Bar Ma'arava Iklali Babil. So Tahlifa Bar Ma'arava he was Bar Ma'arava, he was from the West, meaning he was from Eris Israel. Iklali Babil, he came to Babil, Barih Sheet Arihta. He made six barakot, but he made Long berachot. What does it mean, long berachot? He added to the berachah. That she says, Hosif devarim al shakol. Shakol berachah kvodo, he added some pesukim to that. Val berachat nisinari shona, the first yotzer adam he added. The hatam ben babaruch, he also made a hatiban those berachot. She said, it wasn't the regular nosach that they were accustomed to. He came along and he added to the, uh, to the, to the nosach of it. So comes the Gabbaran says, Velet l'cheta kevateh. Which means there is no, Talakha is not like him. Which means you make the Berachot, and the Gabbaran said, there's no additions. Which is, Makom sh'amru l'arich ma'arichim. Makom sh'amru l'katser mekatserin. Rav Habibah ikla l'be mahula. Okay, Rav Habibah came to Brit Mila. Barich shasimcha b'mono. So he made the Berachot of shasimcha b'mono. Which means in the Zimun. Right? You don't say Why? Because you can't Because the child has sa'ar. You just cut him. And therefore the child's uh, in pain. Therefore there's no samha. Can you be samha when somebody's in pain? So therefore he said there's no samha uh, uh, at the time of a Brit Mila. Now, why would I think I should do what I Brit Mila? Because the Pasuk says, Sas anuchi al imratecha, kemosir shalal rav. Should you know the inyan of the Brit Mila is a 
Sas. However, uh, and a Seudat Pijona Ben, we could question really that you should say Subhabim or no, because really there's no Tsar for the uh, for the Tinok. So uh, that's what the, the Ridba really comes along and says. Uh, that um, even though he says that there's no Simha, but we have no Mekor that Pinyon is called Simha. So the Ba says, you're not going to say Simha, but Pinyon is no source for Simha, therefore you would not even have to say it. And that's what the Ba says. Tosfot Arosh comes along and says that Pinyon Ben, sometimes there's no Simha. Why? Because Badm and I were talking about a case of it for the child dies after 30 days. You still have to make a Pinyon. So therefore, what type of subha is going to be uh, when it comes to that? So therefore, they were not meant to kain subha b'mono at a time of pejona ben. Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rav, Hatanim min haminyan. So, so now they start giving us the halachot over here. Hatan is part of the count, which means you need ten to make berkat hatanim, correct? So the hatan is one of the ten. Ve'en avirim min haminyan. But when it comes to mourners, we'll see there's a certain berakah that you make for the mourners. They're not part of the minyan. So Gabriel says, Metibe, we have a question. Hatanim vavalim minaminyan. We have a bright that says that they're both, both Hatanim and Avilim are part of the Minyan. So it's a question against Rav. So the Gabriel says, Matnita, Karamit Ale de Rav. What are you bringing a bright against Rav? Rav Tanahu Upalig. Rav is the status of a Tanah. He can argue on a brighter. So you can't ask a contradiction from a Tanaic statement against Raf. Raf, Tanau, Palik has a deed of a Tanah, therefore, no promise, no, no contradiction against Raf. Kemal says, Itmar, we have a statement. Amar bi Yitzhak, Amar bi Yohanam. Hatanim in a minyan. Hatanim, the part of the minyan, meaning for the Berachot. Ve'el avinim in a minyan. However, the Berachot they make for the mourners, they're not part of the minyan. Metibe, we have a question. Hatanim ve'avinim in a minyan. It's about to say, they are both part of the minyan, and we're not going to answer Rabbi Yohanan Tanahu Palik. Because it's not a Tanah. Rabbi Yohanan is an Amorah. And that's what Tosafot proves on the bottom of Tosafot. May you see what? Rabbi Yohanan is a deen of an Amorah. Therefore you can't answer above, like you said, Raf Tanahu Palik. And it's Rabbi Yohanan the Amorah. So we have to answer the question. One statement says what? Avilim are not from the minyan. We have another statement that says Avilim are from the minyan. How do you square the two statements of... So the Gemara comes along and says, Ki tanya'i, which is that bright that said, that Avel is part of the Minyan, you count them as one of the ten, Bibirkat Tamazod. That means for Zimun, that she learns that Avel is Hayav and all the Mitzvot. So therefore, let's say you have two guys that are sitting, and the Avel is one of them. Right? They want to make a Zimun. So the Hadush is, Avel Mitztaref, meaning Mitztaref Lewat, the Zimun. You can count me as the third guy, therefore you can make a Zimun. That's what it means, Mitztaref, the Minyan. Oh, Ki Kamar of Yohanan, and that which of Yohanan said, he's not part of the Minyan. What's that referring to? So that's the Gebaran says, Bishura. That means in the row. What do you mean the row? That's she. Let's read the first that's she on the top. בברכת המזון, להצטרף לשלושה. לזמן עליו שלו חיה בכל המזוות. קאט מס ברכת המזון, ברכת הזימון. בשורה, כשהיו חוזרים מן הקבר, אני רוצה לחזור מהפיונרל, מהסמטרי, היו עושים שורה סביב האבל. הם עושים שורה סביב האבל. לנחמו. ומושיבים אותו, הם עושים אותו והם עומדים סביב. The kavod of the myth is, no row is less than ten. Now in the row, 
There you need ten, and you don't count the mourner, the avil, as one of the ten. So that's how you're squaring off the statement. Sometimes you count them, sometimes you don't count. You count them for the zimun. But you don't count them for the, uh, for the shura. Comes the Gemara and says, Ve'ela, had Amar b'Yitzhak, Amar b'Yohanan, Mevarchin birchat hatanim ba'asara. When it comes to the birchat hatanim, which is the berachot that we mentioned before, you need ten men. The hatanim in a minyan, and the hatan could be one of the ten. Uberchat avelim ba'asara. And you, when you make the beracha for the mourners, so then already you need ten. Ve'en avelim min a minyan. Oh, so now we go back. What are you talking about? Shura. Where's Berachad in the Shura? Rabbi Yohan, you want to answer, when do you need 10 in the Shura? In the row. But now it's Master there's a certain Berachah that you need 10. So therefore, we have to now go and give a, another answer. Let's review again. Rabbi Yohan originally said what? How are we going to square off the Stira? Uh, that which we say is Mistaref, that means what? Bezimu. And when we say it's not Mistaref, that's talking about the shura, meaning in the row when they're consoling them, you gotta have ten guys around the avil. Avil is not part of it. Only problem is we have a statement that says that birkat avelim baasara ve'en avelim minaminyan. So it's that it wasn't talking about the shura; it was talking about some beracha that was made to the uh, to the mourners. So it comes the Gemara and says beracha b'shura mi'ika. Right? The Gemara's question. Is there a Beracha made it to Shura? Which is, you don't answer me that the rule that you say you need 10 not including the Avel is the Shura. It's mashma the 10 not including the Avel is a Beracha issue, not a Shura issue. Is there a Beracha set at the Shura? So what are you talking about, Abu Hanan? So comes the Gemara and says, Ela ki kamar Yohanan barhaba. When did the Yohanan say that the 10 you need? And you don't count the avil. It's talking about a beracha situation. Because we clearly have the bright that says it's talking about a beracha situation. That was made barhaba. What is rahaba? In the street. What is this beracha that was made uh, barhaba? Look at that sheet. Fourth line. The custom was that uh, when avil would come back, they would feed him the first meal. So that havra'ah it's called. Which is his friends would come along and give him first saudah. Mishel ahirim. But Allah says he cannot pay for the first meal. The first meal has to come from somebody else. They would feed him or they would serve him the meal uh, in the street. Oh, there was a special barakha they made. Baruch menachem avelim. And therefore, that barakha that they make, that's what Allah was saying. You need asara, and the avel is not part of the midyan. So it is indeed for a barakha, which was done barhaba in the street where they served them the Saudat Abra'ah. No, the mourners come along and they tell the the mourners, the, the consolers come along and tell the Avail this Barakha. Ve'ela, Gabra says, Hadamar bi Yitzhak, Amar bi Yohanan, Bevarchin, Berakat Hatanim, Ba'asarak, Kul Shiva. We make the Berakat Hatanim all the seven days, Ba'asarak, Ba'atanim, and Minyan. You make the berkat avilim all seven days. And you don't count them. It's one time. You make berkat rahabah the first day when they come back to the cemetery. Now the Kibbutz is saying, berkat avilim that you make all seven. What do you mean all seven? What's the case? Can I be talking about berkat rahabah? So the Kibbutz says, no. You have a case where you make the berkat menachem avilim 
or more times than one, all seven. Befanim hadashot, which means yes, people that were not there at the time of the funeral that new faces show up, so they can make the menachah again. Menachem avilim. So the hadush is that every time it's befanim hadashot, you can make the menachah again, but you need ten men, and the avilim are not part of the minyan. Now, where do we see this halacha <coughs> that says? You don't, uh, that you can make this peracha of Rehava, uh, this peracha of Menachem Evelim over and over again. So it was this Panim Hadashot. Kiyad Rav Hayabar Abba. The story of Rav Hayabar Abba, Makre Bened Rishlakish Abba. He taught the son of Rishlakish, Pasuk. That was his uh, teacher. He taught him Mikra. Ta'amni la matne Bered Rishlakish Abba. Some say he taught him Mishnayot. He was uh, Rishlakish's son's Mishnah teacher. Shachiv le Yenuka. Rav the teacher, he lost the son. The first day, Rishlakish did not visit his son's uh, teacher. He was sitting in Rabbi Hayyad. Rishlakish didn't go visit. The next day, Dabre means Rishlakish took with him. He, had him, he was escorted. He went along with his interpreter. The custom was in the olden days that uh, the rabbi would give the shi'ud and then the interpreter, they called him a turgman, he would say it out loud. So the kahal would be able to hear it and sometimes he would translate it into, let's say, uh, Aramaic, which was the language that the people would understand. So the shakish went uh, to Menachem Avil with his uh, interpreter. Good. Amar so the shakish tells uh, Yehuda, Ban Nachmani, Kum ema miltah. Go get up and say uh, words of uh, consolation. Kol kabil yinuka, corresponding to the death of this uh, child. He says something to console the uh, mm. console the mourners. Patah ve'amasuri. Yudah ben Amri got up and he started. Vayar Hashem vayinats mikaras banav ubnotav, which means Borei Olam saw vayinats. He was uh, angry or discomforted. Exact interpretation. The literal interpretation of the Pasuk is Hashem saw and was provoked by an arts, provoked by the anger of his sons and his daughters. What does this mean? So he said, Dor she'avot baruchu. In a generation where the fathers provoke a Kadosh Baruchu, Ko'es al So God takes his anger out on their children. And they die when they're young. And some come along and say, that what? Bahur Haba. Some say the son of Rabbi Hayyad that died was a Bahur. He was a young man. He wasn't a, a Katan. His consolation was like this. Al-Ken al-Bahurav lo yismah Hashem. God is not happy with the Bahurim. He's not going to have mercy on the widows or the, or the orphans or the widows. Which means because they are hypocritical, Hanef, and evil. And all their mouths, every mouth utters degeneracy. Lo shab apo, and despite all this, meaning all the suffering that God brought on the people, it's not enough. Meaning, his anger has not subsided, 
and his hand is still outstretched to bring more punishment. My What does it mean God's hand is still outstretched to give more punishment? It seems that all the punishment that God gave because these people were committing sins, it's not finished. Amar of Hanan Barav. Everybody knows why a kala is getting married. Everybody knows what's going to happen on the night of the chupa. Which means what happens? A person is getting married, so it's obvious, right? But anybody that uh, uh, debases his mouth, and he says it. He speaks explicitly with, with vulgar of exactly what's going to happen. Even if, let, even if let's say he has destiny, 70 years of good luck written for him, because of one word of nibul peh, of dirty mouth, of a, of a foul tongue, or saying something that's really not uh, the vulgarity, something that's supposed to be modest, so therefore it's possible that 70 years of good luck can be turned around to bad luck. Anyway, that's what he was telling him, that what? That God is going to take away the bahurim. So now, uh, the Gemara says, He went to console him. In the contrary, he gave him time. He told him, you're provoked. God's taking away the children because of your sins. God kills the Bahurim. What kind of consolation is this over here? So the Gemara says, Hashiv at adara. Which means, it's not your sins. Which means, you're a tzaddik of the generation. And therefore, your um, uh, a, a children are being taken away, not the kapara for you. It's kapara for everybody else. They, and therefore, right, which is we provoked, Akadosh Baruchu, and therefore God judges the tzaddikim, which means they're the ones that are uh, responsible for the generation, which is he's really saying it's not your sins. It's our sins that caused this uh, to happen over there, and therefore we're responsible for the uh, death of uh, the son of uh, Rabbi Right? Like the says, the they responsible for the sins of the generation. So that's uh, that's what happened. Surah Lakish tells his uh, his interpreter, Okay, now get up and say a praise uh, in honor of uh, Kadosh Baruch Hu. Something of praise. So he said. Now he actually made a beracha. He said, Baruch, Atta, Hashem, Elokeinu, Melech, Ha'odam, Ha'ed, Ha'gadol, Berov, Godlo, which literally means, God is Gadol, and all His greatness, Adir, Ve'chazak, Berov, Nora'ot, He is mighty and strong, amidst the multitude of awesome deeds, Me'chayem, Etim, Be'ma'amaro, He's going to resurrect the dead with His word, Oseg, Gedot, Adin, Ha'ekir, he performs great acts that are beyond comprehension, and wondrous things beyond number. God is going to resurrect the dead. That's the Shevach of Kadosh Baruchu. Amalel, Shikish then tells him, Kum Emma Milta. Remember what you say something, Keneged Avelim. Say something to the mourners themselves. Patah the Amar. So he said, Achenu. Now, this case over here, we didn't have to open up with the Berachah. Because he just finished the berakha. He said, Baruch Atah Hashem, Me'ayam Metim. So it's a berakha, it's a mukhala habirta. So he said, Achenu am yuga'im. Which literally means, uh, our brothers who are troubled. 
אוקיי? המיוגעים המדוכאים, the ones that are troubled and are crushed. באבל הזה, during this morning, תנו לבבכם לחקור את זאת. Pay attention and examine this. And examine this. Zoti omedet la'ad. Death is something that has happened all times. Nativu meshit It's the way of the world already from the six days of creation. Which means, people die. Rabim shatu, rabim yishtu. Many have uh, drank from the cup of death, and many will continue to drink from the cup of death. Like the drink of the earlier generations, so is the drink of the later generations. Our brothers, the master of consolations should comfort you. Right, so the one that comforts the mourners should comfort you. So comes again, what says, didn't like the fact that he said that in the future people are going to drink from this. He felt it's opening the mouth to the satan. That was the, you know, talks about something that's, uh, that's bad. Don't open your mouth to the satan. So, Rabim Shatu Lema. I have no problem that you said many people drank from the cup of death. However, Rabim Yishtu Lo Lema. But don't say many people will drink. Mishteri Shoni Lema. You want to say the drink of the earlier generations? Fine. However, Acharonim Lo Lema. Don't say the drink of the later generations. Why? Right, and never, a person never gives Satan an opening. Amar of Yosef, The Jewish people came along and said, We are like Sedom, we are compared to Amora. So once already they opened their mouth and compared themselves to Sedom and Amora, So how did the, the Prophet... In the next pasuk, when he's talking from God to the people, Shem'u devar Hashem ketzine Sedom. So God says to the prophet, listen chiefs of Sedom. She's out of the and you open your mouth, you call yourself Sedom, now already, Borealah is going to compare you to Sedom. And therefore you shouldn't, uh, don't, don't, don't say there's going to be death in the future. Just say people have died, and that's the way. But don't open your mouth to the Satan, because it says, that when something comes out of a person's mouth, it can happen. Mm-hmm. They have to be very careful not to say it. That's why, for example, they don't say uh, 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 words of kirala. Even if they're just uh, saying it, uh, stam, but once the word comes out, you know, then already it's, uh, it can happen. Mm-hmm. The words can take an effect. So the Abayi was saying, don't say the words. Uh, the, uh, the words are very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. So comes Gibran continues. Amaleh, he tells him, Okay, now go say something to the uh, to the menachamim, to the consolers. Right, my brothers, you are the gomleh uh, hasadim. You are the ones that are involved in uh, bestowing kindness. The children of those who bestow kindness. You're holding the covenant of Avraham Avinu, who was a isha chesed. How do we know that he was Isha Chesed? So that she says, "Bebitosh Abraham shegamal Hasadim." How do we know Dichtiv vayitar Eshel? He planted an Eshel. That she says, "What is Eshel?" Lashetevot achila shetiya nevaya. Or some say Lina, which is Eshel means achila gave food to the, to the guests. 
Shitiyah, drink, and the Vayai escorted them. And some say Dinai gave them lodging. So Yisha, Abraham Abinu was a chesed, so you people that are coming to console the mourners, you're gomnei chasadim, b'nei gomnei chasadim, in the trait of Abraham Abinu, achenu, my brothers, ba'al ha-gemud yishalem nachem gemulchem. The master of reward will pay you your due. Baruch atah, mishalem ha-gemul. You are the one that pays the reward. Amar leh, Rishakish tells him, kum ema milta keneged ko Yisrael. Okay, now say something keneged, all of this, which means that you should pray that they should be saved from uh, a non-natural death. Now, at this time of it's time to give them that they should be saved from Mavish Sheinu Tivri. That's the way Maharsha explains. Redeem and spare. Malet Yisrael. Deliver and save your nation Israel. The pestilence, from the sword, from the plunder, from wind blast and the yellowing. That's the that's things that happen to the, to, to the wheat. From all types of misfortunes that assemble to come to the world. Before we call you, answer Baruch Ata You are the one that contains the plague. Comes the Gemara Asara kosot tiknu hachamim bebeta avil. The hachamim metaken ten different cups of wine that they should give to the mourner that he should drink. Why? Because the pasuk says tenu shechar leoved veyayin lemarinafish. It seems that the wine appeases and calms the mourner down. So they were saying there's ten different cups of wine that they give the mourner at the time of his avilut. It's appropriate, right? Kabbalah Eruvin says that's one of the main reasons why wine was created, in order to console the mourners, to appease them or to calm them down. So the first three cups they give them before the Saudah, which means before the Saudah, that was a time when normal people would drink. So instead of giving them one cup, they give them three cups and open up their uh, appetite over there. Good. In order to open up their, uh, literally their uh, innards, in order to give them the, uh, the appetite, okay? Yeah, they serve the pastries usually with the meal, before the meal, appetizers and things like that to whet his appetite. Mm-hmm. Then three kosot they would give him during the course of the meal. So the food that he's eating will be soaked in the wine that's in his, uh, in his, uh, in his, uh, in his insides. And then they would give him four cups after the uh, sauda was, uh, was over. Now, what are the four keneged? Ehad keneged hazan. There's four berachot in the berachat hamazon. So after each berachah, they would give him a, another course. One keneged berachat hazan, right? It's hazan et olamo. Now that berachah over here um, is keneged tarchomei avelim de mefarshim say. The Ritva writes, Mishum shelo nitan mezonot ena lehayim. God only gives mezonot to the living. And therefore, it's a consolation. You're alive. And therefore, after the first berachah, they make a given. They had connected with Kataris. Then after the second Barakal Arsulamazon, there's another cup. And it's also the Gabeda Avedim, because it says, Leman Yarihu Yamim Ala Adama. So it's a consolation as well, because Barakata Aris, Leman Yarihu Yamim Ala Adama. So for the, you have a cup over there. They had connected Boni Rushalayim. That's the third Baraka. Because it says over there that when Yerushalayim is going to be rebuilt, Bila Amavit Lanetzah. That the, the death is going to be swallowed up eternally. So that's also a consolation. So he drinks a cup at that point. 
That's the fourth beracha of the Berkat Mazom. Okay? And that's also uh, talking about the... Um, that God is going to uh, rebuild Yerushalayim. It's a sign. Hosifu alehem arba'ah. They added another four cups. Echad keneged hazane ha'ir. What's one keneged the havra kadisha? That they're in charge of making sure everybody is uh, buried. That they care of the burial needs of the, of the community. Echad keneged panase ha'ir. Panase, they're the ones that make sure that everybody gets... Uh, a funeral, meaning they pay for the funeral of the Aniyim. They are Mikdash, that we know that when the Beit Mikdash is going to be rebuilt, that's going to be the biggest consolation uh, for all the uh, death. They and they gave a special course in honor of Rabban Gamliel. Now, what's the Hadush of Rabban Gamliel? I was going to explain. What happened? What ended up happening? People were drinking over here, all these cups over here. What was happening to Betavim? The people were getting drunk. So they went back to ten. Which means they were coming along with ten, they added four. It seems the extra four led to drunkenness. So they went back to the original ten. That's the way that she learns. The Ramban comes along and says, they did away with the whole thing. They did away with even the ten, so only to drunkenness at all. Rabban, and I give us my Rabban Gamliel. What's the special course that they drank? Lechvod, Rabban Gamliel. So the Gabbana says, Detanya, Barishona, Ita, Otsa'at, Tamet, Kashel, Lekrobad, Yotem, Mimitato. Originally, the uh, funeral expenses were even more uh, difficult for the family than the death itself. Why? Because they couldn't afford. The funerals were very expensive. So there was a bigger pressure on the families to make a funeral, and that caused more tsa'at to the families than the actual death itself. Why? It got so bad, people that couldn't afford, they would just leave their dead bodies in the street, and they would run, they would leave them. So Rabban Gamaliel, he uh, mistreated himself, so to speak. He did something that's less than his dignity and his respect. He told them, when you bury me, bury me in the cheapest clothes, in the shrouds of Pishtan uh, of linen. In the olden days, before the Gamaliel, they were, they were spending all sorts of money on the shrouds. They were made out of uh, uh, silk and all these type of fancy things. So now there was competition. So everybody had to compete. They couldn't take it anymore. So the Bagme, he changed the trend. He said, even though everybody knew he could afford it. He said, you start with me, says, you bury me in regular clothes. So everybody followed. To start Pishtan. So therefore, out of respect to the Bagme, that he saved the funerals from getting out of hand, they would make a special course beracha at the bit avil lichbod rabban gamliel. That's how much they uh, they respected the takana. Amar papa veidana is in the today nowadays. Naogahana afilu besarda barzuza. It's so uh, uh, was so effective that even they use not even linen, even canvas, which is barzuza. It's worth a zuz that they bury, which means the takana. Served its purpose. It worked. And today, there's no uh, there's no breaches. Now, let's just see some of the halachot. So we get some halachot ma'aseh that comes out of this uh, most important daf over here. So we just read over here. Maran in Shachanuk Ibn Aizah Siman Samichbet Alachazayin Berchat Asher Bara. 
שמוסיפים בבית חתנים, היא ברכה אחרונה מזין ברכות. Good, that's the last ברכה מזין ברכות. And we said what? That we make all seven berachot during the seven days. Bameda, when Imam Rimaran says, Kashi Ochrimim, Shamdu Berkat and Swim, Shamu Berachot. Avad, that's the only time you make the last beracha is when everybody's the same people that ate at the wedding. Avad, Imayu Ochrim Ahirim, Shelo Shamu Berkat and Swim, Bishat and Swim. They didn't hear the berachot, Maran holds. At the uh, wedding, Bebarachin, Bishvilam, אחר ברכת המזון זייר ברכות, כדרך שמלכים בשעת נישואין, והוא שיהיו עשרה, יניתן וחתן מן המניין, תעתן ספורט המניין, ויש אומרים שאפילו היו בשעת החופה ושום ברכות, זאת אומרת, even if they were at the חתונה, they heard the ברכות, אם לא אכלו שם עד עתה, they didn't eat את הסעודה, מכרי פנים חדשות, לסטוקס פנים חדשות, ומברכים בשבילם זין ורכות אחר ברכת המזון, וכן פרשת המנהג, and that is the מנהג. Now, then Maran lists all the seven ברכות. Now, they write like this. Ibn Ha'ezah Siman Samich Bet Rechiyud Gim Ha'soed Bebet Hatanim. Okay, he's eating in the Hatan's house. Mishiyat Hilu Ta'asik Besorches Tudat Nesu'in. Once they start the preparations of the wedding, Lachina, Ad Shiloshim Yom Ahad Nesu'in. To 30 days... After the wedding, Bevarech, Nevarech, Shasimha, Bimono. They say it in the Zimun. Shachanu Mishlovi. Mayu Asara, Bevarech, Nevarech, Elohenu, Shasimha, Bimono. Vem Onim, Baruch, Elohenu, Shasimha, Bimono. Vechen Sodash, Shosimuta, Han Nesuin, Nachmat Nesuin, Shinem Asar Hodesh. Which means for 12 months, any Sodash they make, the Khmer Hatam, the Khmer Hatam, the Khmer said, you say Shasimha, Bimono. Good. Then the Halakha says, okay, what about in today's day? So he says over here, Maran, Haidana Areva Kosimha. Very the Simha is dampered. Ve'en Omrim Shasimha Bimono, Ela Bishivat Yemea Mishtek, Shadim Mahadim. Which means that's it, they only make Shasimha Bimono during the seven days and uh, no more. So that Minhagat uh, Gemara does not really have application today. Okay. Next, Halakha. Oh, now it's important to read this halakha, it's a word of Musar, actually from the sefer called Menorat Ma'or. He writes, Afilu bedavar yadua, even on things that are well known, lo yinabel adam et piv. A person shouldn't talk uh, vulgarity. Damrinam, hakol yodim lama kala nechnesa lechupa, ela kola menabel et piv, umutsi davar nevala mepiv, אפילו חותמים עליו גזלת דין של שבעים שנה לטובה, הופכים אותו לרעה. ואמר רבא ברב שילה, כל המנבל את פיו, anybody that does vulgarity, מעמיקים לו גיהנם, שנאמר שוחה עמוקה פי זרות. רב נחמן בר יצחק אמר, אף השומע ושותק. אם אני פרסם, he is and he keeps quiet. שנאמר זעום השם יפול שם. והשומע נבלו את הפה. somebody has vulgarities, יאטום אוזנו. Should close his ears. Velo yazin de brani vadim. Vaosekach. Person does that. He has beracha. Lava katuv omer. Otem oznom shemowa damim. The next thing he says from the sefer Hasidim in Siman Taf Ayin Tet. Ketiv shomer piv ulshono shomer misarot nafsho. Person that watches his mouth is watching himself from troubles. 
Berit kirutal isfatayim. There's a covenant that Borei Olam makes with the mouth. Lekach al yiftah adam pe l'satan. Don't talk, open, don't open your mouth. Lo yomar adam lechaverov v'lo lebanav. Telech v'tamir. Which you don't tell your son, hey, go become a, you're a Christian, or go become a, you know, apostate, or something like that. Mumar yihye. You say it, hasu shalom. It'll happen. Echad ya ragil lekro lebnei adam kishchendrin devarim shloyu nirim lo. Pigir. Every time a person would speak certain things that were not nice, so somebody asked what I was called the guy, a pagan. Pagan is like, like somebody that's dead. Oh, Pamim Amar, Atta Osek, Kimu Kumar. We would tell the guy, yeah, you're acting like a priest. Amar le Acham, Lo yitachin kach lezer Yisrael, She lo yitkayim bo, O bezar'o. You're going to say he's a priest, it's going to happen. Either him or his descendants. Therefore, Al-Taftah Pela Satan, don't say things, even in jest. Because once the word comes out, you're creating a, a mitziut, creating a, a, a reality. Lachen hadal lecha. So Rabbi told you better stop. Don't uh, don't say these uh, those words. Asur leotzim mipiv. Skitzu shohan aruch in lamed gimel. Asur leotzim mipiv devar pur anut al adam yisrael, which means don't speak uh, uh, curses or tra- tragic things. Don't wish on klai yisrael. Afid lomar ilo ayah ploni kayam hayah balikan. Which means, if uh, you don't even say, uh, if uh, so-and-so was alive, he would come here. Why, you're not supposed to even scare children. You shouldn't tell the kid, listen, the dog is going to come and eat you up. Or the cat is going to come and eat you up. Because, you shouldn't scare the children... Uh, when it comes to that over there. <laughs> so he says over here, Wow. Habal de bakir chole ve'avel. This is coming from Shohana Luch Yuleh de'asi manchin ayin vavalakabet. Come person visits a mourner, or a sick person. Lo yomar lo shiv. You don't tell the mourner or the sick person, sit. Why? It's not what you're telling him, sit where you are, I mean, stay sick. Or have to stay mourning. Punch never say, I didn't get uh, uh, punished according to my deeds. You're opening your mouth, you want to get punished now? So don't know, you shouldn't say such things. Okay, you still Again, you see how careful a person has to be from, uh, from the, uh, the Lashon. Now, He writes, "Hayav lazir b'lashon nikiyah b'lashon kavod, af imayedel zirut yisrech la'arich devarav." Which means, even if you're gonna have to talk a little more, but to save yourself from speaking a not nice word, even though we don't like abundant speech, but better to speak a little more than having to explain yourself and having to be uh, limit your words and use a, uh, a not a nice uh, word. Okay, last halacha. Halacha says, "Nrabam." You don't drink in the bed avel more than 10 cups. So you see, Arambam understood that they kept it 10. And now it comes along and says, Aval lo nagu ken. Ela shotim yain kedir l'shot achilas shebe'av. 
Today they just drink a little wine just to soak the food. Maran writes in Anybody that makes nice takrikhim for the met, the Darkeh Moshe writes this. If he makes nice takrikhim, why would he make nice takrikhim? I mean, he believes it's atamitim. Now, what type of nice technique are we talking about? Meaning the linen, don't get the cheap. Meaning in the linen itself, how much can you do linen? But make it a fine garment, because that shows the way that you believe he's coming back. If you didn't believe it, what do you care what you're going to put on the uh, mitt? But not to go your so it doesn't go back to the original uh, uh, problem. Amen. Amen.